Welcome back to Memory Jogger on the Rediscover the 80s podcast and our special mystery series. You've got Jason here and, of course, Wyatt is here. I am. How is everybody doing? And just want to say, I hope you're not in this heat wave that we're dealing with over in this part of the country and world, wherever you're listening from. How are you, Jason? Um, getting through the heat wave. And our heat wave lasts from, like, April to October. <laughs> Really? Out here in the south. Oh, gosh, I thought yeah. Was, I thought it was more like April to, like, December. Well, it, <laughs> it varies, yeah. It varies. It could start in March, too. But, yeah, we don't get a lot of spring. That summer switch seems to flip pretty quickly down here. And we get all the humidity as well. So we've been dealing with heat indexes over 100 for several weeks now. So, yeah, it's uh, I see up north there that you guys are going through a, a heat wave yourself. We are certainly a little bit more than simmering, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I uh, I think today the high was supposed to be like 97, but the heat index was going to be like 106 or feel like 106. Mm-hmm. And it felt all of that, if not, you know, touching Hades, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, um, and then you lost your AC unit, right? I did. My oh gosh. Long story short, I have a, an addition that encompassed a new HVAC system because it was so large of an addition that a little like split unit or window units wouldn't suffice. But that was a blessing in disguise because we didn't plan for that initially, and it's been somewhat supplementing like the master bedroom, the boys' room, mm-hmm. the TV room, and it sort of fans its way into the, I'll call it the, the original dining room and kitchen. Mm-hmm. It's the main house that lost its AC. Uh, There's a big fluff story about that, but essentially we have the old R22, older refrigerant system in it, and after all the episodes and drama with it, it's finally kicked the bucket, mm-hmm. and we have to now succumb to buying another unit oh. oh man so we are getting through it we when when they when we had the addition built we knew we would be we would be without ac because they had to take the compressor unit out of the way to do the construction mm. so we dealt with a portable ac and a couple window units to you know offset and it wasn't to our liking like ideal but it was you know upper 70s in the house and it was okay to deal with and it's much the same now it's upper 70s we can touch i i have seen it drop as low as 75 during the day mm-hmm. but that's like you know hermit living you know shuttering everything no shades you know yelling at the kids for even looking out the window let alone cracking it open <laughs> uh that kind of thing uh, but we're we're doing okay i tested Good. the waters with the heat today Trying to do some work on that shed of mine. It dealt with, uh, it met with some nasty stuff called mold. Thought I had it all fixed up, did, but I wanted to go reattack it to make sure this doesn't come back again today uh, or in the future, rather. I went back at it today and I was pretty well on the, if I had a temperature gauge like the old cars did, I, I had to be getting close out of the normal range. It just, <laughs> it was a little on this, on the, too hot to handle side yeah yeah but uh, well we've been uh dealing with feverish temperatures here but not in a uh 
not because we've been outside. <laughs> we've been all sick this last week and COVID hit the house and uh, we were out of work for, you know, a couple days quarantining. Uh, it eventually touched all of us uh, over the course of about a week and a half. Some worse than others. The wife, she got it the worst, really. And uh, I didn't get it or have any problems right away. Friday night, last Friday night, I get home from work and just the chills hit. And I was like, oh, crap, here we go. And all day Saturday, I was up and down with temperature. There's one minute that I could not have enough covers on me. And about, you know, 20 minutes later, I'm sweating profusely and can't remove enough clothes. So it's, uh, it was okay. It wasn't uh, really anything too bad as far as my temperature became under control. And now I've got the nasal junk. So I'm just trying to get over that. Excuse my voice tonight, if you will. And I might have to hit the cough button a couple of times <laughs> the old <laughs> as, we cough used to, button. as we used to call it. Yeah. At the radio station, well, the we call it a cough button. Others call it the profanity button, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> don't make me laugh. <laughs> anyway, uh, we are back, back in the saddle. It's been a couple of weeks, I guess we recorded uh, right before I left to visit our hometown and uh, we had a pretty good trip up there. A lot of driving, a lot of time in the car. Uh, got to hit some of our hot spots, as I'll call it. Uh, the Light Singers Antique Mall downtown. Mm-hmm. I got to go there one day. I was planning to go back because I didn't. I got about a floor and a half's worth of uh, looking and uh, our time. I, we're on vacation, but our time is so crunched while we're there. And we've got plans. We got to go here. You know, my mom lives in the home about an hour away, so. You got to try to plan to get there at a certain time and you got limited time to do all the little fun things around town, but we did have a good time and I'm loving the goodwill in our old Clearfield mall. Have you been there and been in that one? I have not. I've wanted to go visit, but like you, I'm pretty much on a, I'll call it almost on an appointed type Mm -hmm. time schedule. Usually, at least previously, we would go hop around to the parents and very seldom do much of anything else. But this year I am trying to break free from that norm. No pun to, you know, Jesse Jeff Fresh Prince there, (laughs) but we are going to go up. It's just me and the boys, but we're going to go up this coming weekend. And my plan, tentative plan is to go to Del Grosso park. We growing up, we call it Blanche park. But we're going to go there since there's a water park now there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're going to skip Penn's Cave, but then we're going to hit the Clearfield County Fair, the opening day. Oh. I plan to, listeners, I, I, hopefully I will be able to do this with even with two kids. It might not happen, but please try to get onto the Rediscover the 80s Facebook. I'm going to do my very best to do a live feed. So you can see us walking through a 2022 live or at least more modern Clearfield County Fair. <laughs> it never gets modern, man. It it's always the it same. It doesn't because if you listen to our podcast some years, some, <laughs> probably it is some years ago. Geez, our our podcast where we talked about the memory, the, the county, county fair. fair yeah. You know, one of the things I did say is, is the Taffy Place. 
is pretty much in the same joint. It might move a few yards here and there, but it's about the same spot. And you can spot the dang place. Oh, uh-huh. It's right there. Oh, I'm going to be watching. <laughs> yeah. so <laughs> Because it, I mean, it's always been that just classic carnival that probably feel, yeah. most people would remember. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all the same kind of rides each year, the scrambler and all right. those typical carnival rides. And those don't seem to change much. The little uh, haunted house there that's set up and then all those fun little eateries and the the taffy place and bingo and you know sammy steaks and all those places oh man i'm getting my mouth is watering just thinking about it now that lemonade stand (laughs) that has like the uh two inches of sugar at the bottom you know yeah i plan to do that because my uh (laughs) my kids have discovered lemonade man and uh just not too long ago my wife got a lemonade from chick-fil-a oh I and she got it for lemonade. me as a surprise which i don't i'm i'm casual you know water or pop i'm i'm cool with i've been leaning more towards water lately but she got me a lemonade before i do it ryan had yanked it and downed it he goes oh i thought that was for me like <laughs> dude <laughs> But I'm it's like, good, oh man. yeah, that's I right. I forgot you like it. So yeah, it's um, really good. But yeah, I'm, I play. I don't know how well it'll be carved up. It might be that I get ten minutes and we're starting to walk and the kids go scurrying about. So then I have to turn it off to go chase them. Yeah. Um, that kind of thing might happen. I, my tent is to kind of walk and talk to them. See, this is where this was. This is what I remember. Hey, let's go over here. Why don't we go over here? Trying to lead them so that you, the watcher, can see me try to do a little bit of a you know touristic, yeah. uh, not Vanna White, it, but here's over the cows. Here's it, the lemonade stand that we talk about. <laughs> it might be best to just film it, not live, and then edit it. You, yeah, you or I could go back and splice it all together. As yeah, and it YouTube might be. Video. I wanted to do some live. Mainly to make Jason jealous, but that was the <laughs> primary intent. Uh, but to see, like, like I said, 10, 20 minutes, like we've done with with uh, the retro con where we just are there. Right, we right. we run a few minutes there. This is us. This is uh, you know, Audio Yeti's live. Here's what the Clearfield County Fair is like for us. Hey, you know, we talked about this, mm-hmm. this, and this. Here it is. And uh, you know, thanks for watching. We'll have more on our video edits. You know. That kind yeah. of thing is my intent. That might be working. That might work. So uh, be okay. watching. I can't tell yeah. you exactly when to forecast. It'll most likely be after lunch because I promised that we would go to church and have lunch with the folks. And then, mm-hmm. you know, wheels up, let's go. <laughs> and I will take a picture of the, the towers, the AM towers before we go. Okay. Okay. Well, that sounds like fun, man. I'm looking forward to to seeing that and experiencing the uh, wonderful Clearfield County Fair again from a distance <laughs> from a distance <laughs> sadly yeah. well uh moving along here in the show we did get one piece of feedback i wanted to pass along in the meantime while we were gone and that was from my friend chris bailey who is uh, now part of the retro network and he messaged me saying that he was listening to memory jogger he says hey jason i've been listening to you and wyatt on the rd80s pod and i'm really enjoying it I just finished your Robin Williams episode that talk about his passing reminded me that I saw an article 
that talked about his health degradation prior and how that was the main factor for his reason. And he gave me a link to a story over on CNN that actually was just posted on July 1st. So I might go ahead and just add that to the show notes for this episode, even though this is one that's not going to be about Robin Williams. But since he brought that up, it's uh, it was a uh, an illness called Lewy body dementia that he was suffering with. And the article kind of goes into details and his wife explains what was going on kind of behind the scenes. So uh, we had some really good feedback about that episode. So I'm going to put that in the show notes and anybody wants to check that out, do so. But uh, that's pretty much the only uh, feedback we had in the meantime. I saw a lot of people like our episode on the slot car racing, even though it wasn't uh, really up our alley, it turns out. Uh, We had some fun memories about that, and it seemed like some people were connecting with that, uh, uh, at least uh, listeners out there. So uh, if you want to connect with us, of course, Wyatt will give you all the details at the end of the episode. But uh, we always love to hear uh, your voice. So if you want to leave us a voicemail, don't forget we have that Telby link in the show notes that you can uh, click and leave us a voicemail. And we'll uh, play that back over the air and comment on that. And of course, all of our other, you know, social medias and would love to get your review too over on uh, Apple. If you're on uh, listening to us on Apple podcasts or uh, there's you can do star reviews now on Spotify. We'd love to get that as well. Keep us kind of relevant, moving up the charts, if you will. But uh, are you ready to go ahead and uh, find out what our subject is going to be for this episode, man? Let's spin that wheel. All right, here we go. PSA commercials. PSA commercials. Ooh, okay. So PSAs, what are public service announcements, were pretty big in the 80s. And I want to say it was kind of a regulation thing. Maybe stations were required to play a certain amount of PSAs. And of course, I know that went along with some of the animated shows. Mm-hmm. The ones that were primarily selling toys like He-Man, G.I. Joe. You remember those little messages at the end of the episode that, uh, hey, this week He-Man had to fight Skeletor and he was a real butthole. So he was <laughs> whatever, you know, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember that exact PSA. No. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, and our, our beloved show mask, of course, had a PSA. Oh yeah. That never related except maybe a couple times. T Bob usually stuck a fork in an outlet or, you know, did something really stupid. And Scott would have to tell him, you know, stop being dumb. Uh, anyway. So that was, that was kind of second nature for a lot of these cartoons and, uh, even on Saturday mornings, there was a lot of PSA commercials going past. What are some, or maybe what is one that just jumps out when you say PSA, uh, as far as just overall on an, on television or whatever? Probably the most famous one, at least I think it is, is the one about, you know, this is your brain on drugs. That one <laughs> where you see two frying eggs and mm-hmm. it's zoomed in on it. This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Any questions? And that's yeah. it. I mean, really, and it's frying eggs. So that one always stuck out to me. How about you? Yeah, I do remember seeing that one a lot. That one was kind of right to the point, you know. Uh, the other one, the drug, there's a lot of drug yeah. PSAs. 
the other one, of course, is the dad that walks in on his son smoking pot or finds pot yeah. in his room. And, uh, you know, he's like, what is this? Where'd you get it? And he's just grilling them. And then all of a sudden he's, I learned about watching you, you know, and then you, parents who do drugs have kids who do drugs, whatever. That was another one that I saw on a constant rotation. What else? Uh, aside from the TV shows, like the inserts mm-hmm. in the shows, there was, there was one about, oh, Smokey, Smokey the Bear, you know, oh, only yeah. you could prevent forest fires. <laughs> okay you're he right was a staple yeah oh, oh, yes yeah. he was him and in, in uh uh was it gruff the crime dog mcgruff, McGruff the mcgruff yeah only yeah. oh what is it um not only you um take a bite out of crime yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> mcgruff the crime dog i remember seeing a lot for drunk driving too mm-hmm. and the one that really sticks out is the one where they're smashing the glasses and you hear the squealing brakes in the background. So that's first like two big mugs of beer. Yeah. And you hear this. Yeah. And it's like in slow motion and the glass breaks and beer goes everywhere. And I think they use maybe wine glasses or something else. That sounds right. It was like wine glasses, not beer. Yeah. Um, and then at one point they stopped them. Like they put a hand in, in between them from crashing. And, you know, they talking about drunk driving. That was a pretty big one. Um, mm-hmm. I was trying to think if there was some like anti-smoking, uh, I think there was a few, but I'm, I'm scrambling to think about those. I do remember old Woodsy owl along with Smokey the bear. He would, he would, he would say, give a hoot. Don't pollute. Don't pollute. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of those commercials too on anti-littering. The one from the seventies that I think carried over into the eighties was the, uh, native American that. It had the tear in his eye, you know, because you're littering. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't remember exactly what that was called, but um, there was some celebrities out there too. Mr. T was big on the anti-drug campaign. And uh, I do remember one with uh, Pee Wee Herman about not smoking crack. Yeah. That one was. But gonna... that was for, for me, it was rare. I don't, I've punched it up and I see it, but. I don't remember ever seeing that maybe once or twice. I don't know if that was on purpose. Or yeah. What. There wasn't a lot. Um, I, I don't remember seeing that one a lot. Saturday mornings. I do remember there was a couple uh, like what I would call public service messages that they would run with celebrities. The one I think was on NBC. That was one to grow on. Remember that? Yeah. Hi, I'm Dwight Schultz and coming up is one to grow on or whatever. And they would, you know, teach you a lesson and they, they would use different celebrities. You know, I do remember Murdoch doing one though. Yeah. Um, there was a, there's a human and she wrote about talking about bad touches, which is, oh, right, really? you know, yeah. Uh, I remember that one. I do, but it was not very often, but I, I know it was something about like, you know, the awkward touching kids mm-hmm. uh, probably along the same vein of, of, you know, don't let someone bribe you with candy or whatever. Right. right. Yeah. There was some, not, this is kind of going off a of bunny trail, but not really PSAs, but all those sitcoms and shows seem to have one of those 
special episodes where something crazy like that. I remember an episode of Different Strokes where they had like a pedophile on there and was trying to go after Arnold. But yeah, there was some very those uh, like after school movies kind of a thing <laughs> yeah, yep, that yep. was going on then. Uh, oh, you're you're saying about one uh, one to grow, and there's also NBC's "The More You Know." The more you know, yes, okay. So yeah, maybe one to grow on was not NBC. Maybe that was CBS or one of the it other. It was probably ones, the but, other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The more you know, remember that. I remember some from like the public station. Like there was the little lightning bug guy. Oh that yeah, that was always telling you about uh, staying away from the power lines. <laughs> yes, I remember that guy. Yes. I can't the, remember the, the his energy name. bug. The light. Yeah, the yeah, energy bug, I think. He, he had a name though. I'll have to look it up here, but uh that's one I remember. And there was always ones about uh having healthy snacks. So you had that uh eat the, the peel, eat the whatever. The the, the cowboy, uh the cowboy cheese guy. I don't know what his name is, but he was like I got a hankering for a hunk of cheese. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember the one uh, that's about stop smoking. It was R2D2 and C3PO. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Um, somehow I think it's R2. I, I I'm trying to remember. I think it's R2 that actually does like takes a puff uh-huh. between something. I don't, I'm not a you all know I'm not a much a Star Wars fan, so I could be a little missing, but it's like like R2 takes the puff and 3PO, C3PO is like telling him not to do it. I, I or tells him not to pollute in his little uh, uh, something like that. That's it's again a vague memory. Yeah, I'm trying to remember that little because I remember uh that bug singing about uh when power lines are down, you don't hang around, that kind of a thing. I got to remember what his name was, but there was a lot of those on uh, on the public stations as well. Oh, okay. So here's another one. So now I'm finally looking at the Google machine. Um, Louis the Lightning. Louis the, Louis lightning, the bug. lightning Bug. Yes. Thank you. What about all of the uh, Got Milk ads? Oh, yes. So that was a big thing. It was actually uh, before that. It was more uh, more of a milk. It does a body good. That's right. The ones that I remember, at least the one of the ones I remember, is the kid, and he's standing next to the uh, like pretty girl that's oh, a yeah. lot older than him, and I'm of drinking course. milk, and I'm you know working out, and my muscles are going to get big, and soon you'll be jealous, and you're going to be coming after me, you know. And he's like growing up as he's talking. They spoofed and- that on an episode of Alf. That I rewatched. <laughs> <Did they? laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's the neighbor boy, um, uh, Jake. He became more more of a regular, uh-huh. and he's t- telling that to Lynn. It's hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, I remember the the milk ones. Uh, I, I think the uh... there was a singing oh. blue pill. Like we're not candy, we're drugs. No, it's like a. It's like a <laughs> like a pillow looking Muppet uh-huh. puppet thing. I do remember those. I am now I'm looking at it through the, like you call it the, the internet, trying to figure out what, uh-huh. what all these are. I, I see it. Now I recall. Was Mr. Yuck uh, a PSA? 
Mr. You know, Yuck. Yes. The little sticker that uh, he you was. put on your all your chemicals and stuff around the house, the green sticker. Not too only about a week ago. I was actually thinking about that Yuck sticker. I'm like, where are those at? Don't see them anymore. <laughs> right. Like, to full. And of course, I, because, you know, we're kids. We like stickers. Uh-huh. I remember asking my mom all the time. Is there anything that needs a sticker? The Yuck sticker. <laughs> we, had to, we had somehow gotten like a sheet or a book of a booklet. I can't remember of them. And I'm just wanted to just go all over the place with that. Uh-huh. Well, by far, I think the most successful PSAs because they would produce a cartoon and an action figure line after them was the crash test dummies. Yes. So like they started out in the eighties, Larry and, Oh gosh, I just put myself on the spot. Larry and Vince. Yeah. Larry, Larry and, and Vince, Vince right. were the crash test dummies. And they were so entertaining. Like, of course, there was a message there, but when they came on, like everything stopped to me. And they were doing everything from rapping to whatever they could think of, some kind of little parody to make them relevant to kids at the time. And so they're doing their little rap thing. And then they just became so popular. I'm not sure what came first. I'm guessing the cartoon series came first. And then they made a whole toy line based on that cartoon series. Yeah. And that was probably into the 90s when that happened, because I think that was kind of past my playtime. But the PSAs themselves were definitely, you know, airing while we were kids in the 80s man they were just so entertaining i could go back now and there's probably uh 30 minutes of psas on (laughs) youtube that you can just go and start binging you know oh i i i could see i mean going through whatever i've found i mean you got the one about like you're saying about the fruits and there's one about exercising i was Mm -hmm. i can't remember what the characters are um chewing your food there's one about chewing your food like several times don't eat a whole piece of chicken or a whole like uh grape or something like that you have to chew your food that's great Um, yeah there's oh gosh i mean they were just everywhere and you know we would come home and watch cartoons after school they were on then of course saturday morning was the big day for kids and they were just every half hour, every seemed like every break, at least once a, one of the breaks in between while you're watching cartoons, they had, you know, PSAs playing, I'm trying to think what else. There's got to be a few more out there that uh, we're not thinking of. I'm trying to think now. Now I'm starting to scrape the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> oh, there's your hankering. Hankering for a hunk of cheese. That's a piece <laughs> PSA. Yeah, it's a yellow, like, booger sort of looking guy. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe yeah. him. Yeah, he was just kind of a, he was a hunk of cheese with the cowboy hat. That's so. what it was. It didn't look like, <laughs> well, maybe with all the crap, the, I'm sorry, the crap, the, the stuff, the clothing, whatever they put on him, mm-hmm. didn't make him look like a wedge of cheese. But yeah, I mean, there was anything to get somebody's attention, you know, all of the, the cartoons, the animated ones, but 
Yeah, they did. Well, it's not Smokey the Bear, but uh, McGruff the Crime Dog. That was a mix of live action because he was all animated. A so, lot of it was, but they see the the uh, mascot looking guy come out every now and then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, you know, put some money into uh, making these and making them. Uh, some of them were scary as a kid. I'm trying to remember. There's there was one in the kitchen. Oh, now I'm digging back. Um, there was one in the kitchen where uh, like stuff around the kitchen was coming alive. Yeah. Like, don't touch. You know, don't touch the hot stove and oh, turn turn your pots in, turn the handles in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, there's a cobra or a snake or something that was yeah, telling you, don't touch the handle or something because don't it's touch hot. the don't touch the cord. Because <laughs> I remember the cord. something like yes. like yeah, like make sure you unplug everything basically because you know they're I don't know like it's frayed. I guess I don't know because they said it was exactly yeah. that you had to keep it away. I remember the snake. <laughs> Yeah, so there was some that they were, it was genuinely scary and tried to scare the, the life out of you. And don't do this or that while you're, <laughs> your mom's cooking in the kitchen, you know, stay in the oh, living yeah. room and go watch your shows. But uh, yeah, so that might be about it from what I can remember just off the top of my head and trying to scroll through, you know, some of these on Google. But MTV Man. had one against drugs. It's called Rad Rockers Against Drugs. Mm-hmm. I remember I I wasn't as much into MTV in the 80s because I don't think I even had it. But there's a pop up here. I see mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people might see that. Yeah, I see uh, a lot of the ones that we talked about just going and looking at some of the pictures now. And they even put some specials together. None that really connected with me, maybe somebody else out there, but there was one that was like uh, cartoon all-stars to the rescue. And they used a lot of popular characters. I think like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and some of the other popular cartoons of the time and were a warning against uh, drugs and, you know, the typical kid pushing drugs at school kind of a thing and bringing all of the popular cartoon characters at the time together to uh, warn kids about drugs and stay away from them. But that was a whole thing. You know, you remember in the eighties, Nancy Reagan, I think it was that came up with uh, the anti-drug program. Yeah. It's, it's right here. The one of the quotes from bestlifeonline.com while former first lady Nancy Reagan was telling children that avoiding drugs was as easy as saying no. Then the PSAs came out. They named one, the one I mentioned at the beginning, which was the, the this is your brain, this is your brain on drugs, mm-hmm. any questions. And then that just propelled everything forward with the, the pills. There was tons of PSAs about anti-drug. I'm, I'm right. looking and there's just more and more than about cooking or about then smoky, you know, it seems like the anti-drug, you got Pee Wee, mm-hmm. by percentage, I would say there's like a 30, 40% more, uh, and I'm wagging it by, you know, by a stretch, but 30 to 40% were more focused on drugs. Mm-hmm. Then you carved it up by whatever that is, the, 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 the alcohol, the conserving energy, the, the fruits and vegetables or yeah. other yeah. little probably 5%ers out there. 
I don't know. Yeah, that just say no campaign was what I was thinking of that really was uh, something that took off and you had Mr. T, I think, involved with that and mm-hmm. a lot of celebrities. Uh, and then all these PSAs essentially came out of that for anti-drugs and uh, really hammered at home, as they say in the mid eighties there when that was going on, but did a lot of good, I think. And you, you, you looking back now, a lot of these are corny and you laugh at them and you're like, what in the world were they thinking? Well, but it was a different time. And that was the way that they chose to, you know, essentially hammer that message home was get the celebrities involved, get these cartoon characters and fluffy characters, <laughs> uh, something kids could relate to. And then you, put in that serious message and give kids something to think about. And, you know, like I said, I think for the most part it worked. So, yeah, that was, that was definitely a part of our pop culture of the time and just everywhere, uh, every channel you turn had some kind of PSA. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, we'd love to uh, get your take. I'm sure there's some that we missed along the way that you guys are just screaming into the <laughs> screaming into the radio or wherever you're listening to us. You forgot this one. We want to hear that. We want exactly. to go out and, uh, and find us on social media this week and let us know which one's really stuck to you, stuck in your brain, maybe, maybe scared the crap out of you uh, as a kid and, uh, you know, got into your psyche a little bit. We'd love to hear those this week. Yeah. Like Jason said, as we've strolled down memory lane, we continue to invite you to interact with us. You can always go to our show notes at rediscoverthe80s.com and leave a comment there. Visit any one of our social media accounts as RD80s. Like Jason also said, look at our Telby site. Please log on and give us a voicemail. If you want to shoot us an email, you can do that too. You got Jason at rediscoverthe80s.com or infamouswb at gmail.com. On behalf of Jason, I'm Wyatt, and we welcome you to join us next time on another episode of Memory Joggers.